0: You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Brothers and sisters, we once again see on the news uh, that a further uh, disaster has struck uh, this uh, human family as what happened in uh, Nice yesterday. There's still, the stories haven't been confirmed, but in all likelihood it's probably going to be a terrorist attack. It's not an accident like the bin lorry accident that we had in Glasgow uh, a a year past uh, December. So the question naturally arises amongst people of all faiths, none, including Muslims, is that why, if there was a God, that suffering and evil uh, would evil exist? And what is evil? Because on face value, something that isn't good, we that we see in front of us, we consider to be bad, as a general rule. The problem is that sometimes we don't understand our definition of good and bad. The context of good and bad can sometimes be a bit difficult to understand. But the general thing is, if you don't see something, the immediate response is, this can't be good. Sheikh Al Alawi has said, All the universe is light, and the only thing that darkens it is the manifestation of the self in it. Sheikh Abdul Rahman Al shaguri who, uh, who met Sheikh Al Alawi and related to me, used to teach that the notions that affect our heart come from one of four quarters. Notions of Tawheed, or the absolute oneness of the divine, come from the All Merciful Himself. Those of doing good come from the presence of the angels. Those of lusts and desires come from the ego. And those of doubts and internal truths come from the devil. So basically, uh, that notion that affect our heart come from four places. And just to re-emphasise, because it's important we understand this, is that they can come from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la in terms of notions of Tawheed or absolute oneness. Uh, those of doing good come from the presence of the angels. Those of lusts and desires come from the ego. And those of doubts and internal truths come from the devil. And we know that Ramadan, having passed us by, that the devils were chained. And that's why we said that a person is not Free from doing evil because we are still uh, at the mercy of our nafs during that month, but hopefully through fasting and doing those things, bring us closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The nafs gets tamed, and therefore, for the next eleven months of the year, whatever Allah grants us, it's a training mechanism to apply what we have acquired during Ramadan. Now, all of these, the 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 three that I mentioned after the one uh, of the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, ultimately come from Allah because everything is from Allah. Allah is the Creator of everything, and the Prophet has said verily the hearts of mankind all of them are between two fingers of the all merciful like one single heart which he turns whether he wills imam ghazali understood the hand of allah in the hadith as his omnipotence through which the promptings of angels and devils to do good or evil move what hearts like two fingers he says allah accomplishes what he does within hearts by controlling angels and devils both being under the power of his omnipotence in turning hearts over, just as your two fingers, for example, and wholly under your control in turning objects. From this, we may know that the question, why does Allah, Allah Allah serving, is itself created by Allah, though put into human hearts as an accusation against God by the devil, the open foe of mankind, who has sworn to Allah. Verily, I will mislead all of them together, except for your servants among them whom you have made wholly sincere. That is Surah uh, um, Hijra, verses 39 to 40. That is, such promptings that appear in the heart are from the quarter of the inferno, but we are responsible for our own choices since sincerity entails free choice. So perhaps the more telling answer to this question lies not in the words, but in the ikhlas or sincerity towards the divine that alone can avail against the enemy who has put doubts into people's hearts as a test from Allah. Now this is a lengthy reader inshallah which I will share in part uh, over the weeks to come. May Allah uh, grant the ability to do so. But it's an important first step to make us realise that we have to understand how are we influenced to do things, where is our guidance from, and how our thoughts are kind of influenced before we start looking at wider issues. May Allah make it for myself, my brothers and sisters, to understand and appreciate what Allah has given us. <laughs> One term that we'll hear time and time again, particularly for those who study philosophy, or those who have read around uh, philosophy in the West, is a term called theodos- theodicy. The problem of sufferings uh, has been known in European philosophy by this term. and. Uh, they will find few. Uh, there are few many references related to this, both from Muslim philosophers, but also primarily from Christian and Jewish philosophers. An important thing is that we need to understand that, the various concepts are thrown at us from Western philosophy, but we have to contextualize them and understand how does that fit in with our Islamic belief on things. Because it's very easily, uh, for it's very easy for someone to get distracted by things and move away from what things are. And basically, uh, the way theod- theodicy is portrayed in Western philosophy is that uh, uh, the force of the question, if we per- parse it logically, contains several premises. God is Almighty. God is just and good. Some just and good would not allow someone just and good would not allow suffering and evil if he could prevent them, yet both exist <coughs> in the world. Therefore, God is either not almighty or else God uh, uh, or else not just and good. So basically through their process of elimination, they're saying it because there's suffering and God can't be something that can be good, how can he allow it? But the conclusion is invalid not only because the premises are subtly flawed in ways which we will see below, and countered by many examples we shall provide, but also because the whole answer lies in the absolute perfection of Allah. The above inference presumes that mere words can explain the divine wisdom in suffering, while it can only be intuited by the light of Allah reflected in the heart. That is, while ordinary answers can be articulated by saying something, the answer to why does Allah allow suffering and evil, uh, we can only be intuited directly by something. The, way our shi- the important thing that we have to understand before I go on any further is that we need to understand Allah and His perfection. If we have any doubt in our mind that Allah is anything other than perfect, it is very difficult to have any discussion or, uh, or explanation of how things are. Because everything stems from the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect in every sense and form. Anything that we consider to be perfect, Allah is more perfect and beyond that understanding. Any deficiency in that, then we're actually limiting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God forbid, that we are in in such a thing. And that is the first thing that we have to understand. Once we understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, or we try to understand, we never fully will appreciate something that is limitless then everything else becomes easier in terms of understanding how things fit into place. If for whatever reason, due to our weakness or through the whispering of the devil that we have or perceive God to have some kind of deficiency, then from a Muslim's perspective, based on the 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we cannot say Allah is Allah. Because Allah has, the term Allah is encompassing of all his other 98 names. But you have other 98 attributes or names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which reflect his qualities and his attributes. And this is not a creedal discussion of things, but it is enough to be said that whatever we consider to be perfect, Allah is that and beyond, in whatever definition we wish to use. So I make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us the understanding that we should have of Him and worship Him and believe in Him as the way He wants us to, so that we may benefit through His mercy by recognizing Him the way He wants to be recognized. <laughs>